I'll be home for Christmas. You don't want to see. There's no snow. They have mistletoe. And Eddie arrested by a tree. JTT's a psycho. In love with Jesse Beale. I'll be home for Christmas. Makes me question if Santa's real. Welcome, everybody. Yes, happy Hanukkah. Uh, yeah, sure. I mean, there's L'chaim. people... L'chaim. This is a podcast. <laughs> Thanks. I uh, got law. I got stuck in a in a in an endless loop there. <laughs> Feliz Navidad. <laughs> yes. Uh, f- happy Festivus Buen Natale. <laughs> what? I said, Buon Natale. Yeah. All that stuff. Ladies and gentlemen, this is, Noel. <laughs> this is our holiday episode. Uh, I am uh, Brendan. Happy birthday, Barbara Mandrell. Oh, I'm Nathan. <laughs> Hope you have a great one, Bar- Babs. <laughs> uh, this, is a, this is a podcast. You were correct in saying that earlier, Nathan. It's a podcast, and it's called What Were They Thinking? Wow. Get up, come on, get down with the circus! Oh, is that something else? That's something else. My that's bad. the that's the intro for your BFI <laughs> podcast, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. We we play every every time we play a uh, Rage Against the Machine song to open. It's not Rage Against the Machine, Christ, Nathan. That just shows you right there that I am a liar <laughs> because I don't know who sings that. Oh wow! Yeah, I know the song. Okay. Wait, Richard Cheese, right? Mm. Yes, Richard Cheese. Let's... You were a disappointment. Whoa, who's that? Yeah, Mariah always jumped on the gun before her introduction. Oh, sorry, guys. <laughs> tisk, tisk. Um, well, she, she comes with that big D energy, right? Oh, big yeah. dick energy! <laughs> what, what, big, what? Big boy! <laughs> what, what? <laughs> so, yes, if you heard a... Right next to me... That can only mean one thing. We have a guest, a returning guest, on to the podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, <gasps> Huge Dong, McHugin Schlong, the, uh, the lady who uh, has denied it, but she, of course, is also the superhero known as Gargantuang. Ladies and gentlemen, Mariah Lee Rett. Hi. It gets better every time. Yeah. Meanwhile, at the Hall of Justice, Gargantuang. <laughs> Meanwhile, You're at supposed the... to keep that a secret, Brendan. Jesus. <laughs> Meanwhile, at the Balls of Justice, Gargantuang. Look, 
if he can't keep Jerrica's secret about being Jem from Jem and the Holograms, he's certainly not keeping your secret, Gargantuang. Yeah, Gargantuang. Brendan's just jealous. A little bit. Absolutely. Who isn't? Um, so I'm going to say right now, uh, Mariah had a little bit to do with the movie we're doing. I, and by, by a little bit to do, I mean, all, like, she basically picked it. <laughs> okay. Uh, she, I was looking for a Christmas movie, and she said, how about this one? So we watched it, and I said, yes. I'm pretty sure my mom gave me this movie once, because, like, she thought it'd be funny. It was, like, the first Christmas I came home in a while, and she, I think she gave me for Christmas, I'll be home for Christmas. <laughs> uh, no, I used to watch this a lot when I was younger. Mm-hmm. I believe yeah. we own it on VHS. What's that? VHS, it's a uh, video home system. Hmm. Does it work on your Blu-ray player? Ah. Mm, okay. No, it's that they are cassette tapes, uh, okay. which you were both well alive for, so <laughs> don't I even. I My mom got them. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah. yeah, Patty... Patty bought it. She is a sucker for Christmas movies. Oh, so when I told too. her we were watching this, she was a hundred percent on board. <laughs> she still hasn't forgiven you for the Neil Breen movie. But... <laughs> we watched all of the Neil Breen movies. Oh, that's too bad. Oh no, it's great. <laughs> well, let's talk about this. Uh, the film we're talking about this this week is, of course, "I'll Be Home for Christmas," starring Jonathan Taylor Thomas. And Jessica Biel, and Gary Cole, and I Fucking think that's Birdman all. himself, man. And who? Birdman himself. Michael Keaton? No, Harvey Birdman, attorney hey, at Bird? law. <laughs> Who's Harvey Birdman? I'm sorry? I, I, I really hope you're doing a bit right no, now. No, I don't know who that is. You've, I've heard the name as like a cartoon. It's like a cartoon, right? Yes. I've never, uh, I've never seen it. Wow. Just. <sighs> Who's in it? Gary Cole. Oh, okay. Uh, Stephen Colbert. Yeah, no, never, never saw it. Uh, 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 there's, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, mm, mm. I, I, um, so that's not surprising. I was just going to refer to him mm. as Lumberg, but uh, yeah, I've mm. never seen Harvey Birdman. Oh. <sighs> Sorry. Office Space predates Harvey Birdman, though. Yeah, but it, I, did, I don't see. <laughs> I haven't seen everything that's come out since I was born. But it's Birdman. How? You, <sighs> Sorry. So I'll be home for Christmas. Yeah. Okay. Let's move on. It's the story of a college student played by Jonathan Taylor Thomas, and you know he hasn't been home for Christmas in a long time ever since his his mother passed away. And his dad remarried. He's very upset about that. But his dad makes him a makes him a, a, a promise. If you make it home for Christmas by Christmas Eve at 6 o'clock, I'll give you the Porsche. What follows is a string of wacky events as Jonathan Taylor Thomas tries to make it home for Christmas. A fucking Porsche. <laughs> Are you like reading it like you should have done it like in the uh, the trailer, the movie trailer guy? Well, Porsche for Christmas. Will he make it home? Tune in. Tune in. <laughs> I don't know. As, as every movie trailer ended. <laughs> <laughs> Tune in and find out at yeah. your local theater. These three yeah. that are no longer open. <laughs> that was a joke for the patrons. <laughs> for an episode that they haven't seen yet. That, that hasn't been out yet. <laughs> yeah. Yep. We record out of order. Yeah. That makes referencing hard. 
<laughs> uh, we start off with the staple of every 90s movie aimed at younger audiences, an animated opening credit sequence, kind of. Yeah. This is one of the lazier ones. It's just kind of like, like a, a, a Santa hat just dancing around. Was it a dancing mm-hmm. on a map? Yeah, they showed a map at some point, I'm sure. Yeah. Well, no, it was on a map because they were showing the different places that, I don't know, he would be traveling to or traveling through to get home for Christmas. Foreshadowing. <laughs> okay, it's called I'll Be Home for Christmas. I think we knew there was going to be some traveling kind of like went down the street. <laughs> that would have been a less dramatic film, I think. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll be home for, but by six on Christmas Eve. Dad, it's the 19th. I, I, what if I hit every traffic? What if you hit every traffic light? Dad, there's, there's one. <laughs> there's one between here and my dorm. So, this movie um, hits you with an onslaught of 90s from the opening minute to, like, minute three. Because, I mean, we meet Jake, played by Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Oh, my God. And he goes yeah. he goes to his school where uh, one of his friends is, is bullied and tossed into a locker. And he's Which, all... Okay, did either one of you guys go to college or university? Yes. Yes, well, there's no lockers in university. Well... We had we had some lockers at the university I went to, but do you recall ever in university or college where people were bullied like they were in high school by well, this, jock douchebags? Okay, so like, here's the thing too: like, I didn't think he was in like college because like he doesn't look like he would be in college. It looks like high school. Yeah, he just looks like high school to me. Well, and especially the kid that's being bullied looks, looks like, like he's yes, twelve years no, old. Exactly. Yeah. Thank yeah. You. It's a real monster truck situation here. Oh my god. <laughs> No. <laughs> um, but yeah, so yeah, yeah, that makes no sense right off the bat. I feel like it was high school and then quickly rewritten or something. But he get he he's uh, his friend is in the locker and Jake, Jake proves himself a great friend right from the get go because he's like, "Score me those Dave Matthews tickets." Yeah, did you uh, did you change my plane tickets? Okay, I'll let you out, I guess. And then he, he lets him out of the locker. And I mean, okay, so we're getting we're getting onslaughted with this '90s stuff. So bullied and stuffed mm-hmm. in a locker—that's like a '90s teen teen movie trope. Uh, the Dave Matthews concert tickets, uh, hacking the net—I believe he says at one point—and <laughs> nasal strips. Those like oh like the, the the poor strips. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They like pads on the nose. Yeah, I mean yes. they're they're still in existence, but that not definitely feels yeah. It's not a it's not a, a it's definitely a '90s fad. Yeah, because <laughs> now they do it over their entire face with charcoal masks. That's right. That's like what we're blackface. wearing right now. No, it's not blackface, right? <laughs> oh my god! Jesus. Oh, that's what it looks like. You know, I didn't want to say it, so thank you, Mariah. <laughs> Wait, are we gonna have like a, a a politician being like, no, no, I was just wearing a charcoal face mask. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but he yeah he basically gets his uh, little nerd friend to change his plane tickets so mm-hmm. that instead of going home he can go to Cabo with his girlfriend played by the lovely Jessica Biel who is a fan of Smash Mouth. Yes, <laughs> thank you. I wrote that down. I was like, oh my god, Smash Mouth poster in the back That's again. Amazing. Super nineties. Yeah. Yeah. Um, hey now. I'm gonna say it right now. I think Jessica Biel. Okay, maybe Gary Cole. But I think out of everyone else, Jessica Biel may be the only credible performer in this whole movie. <laughs> you don't think Nolan was? Uh, no. Aw. I thought his delivery was really weird. Who? <laughs> Nolan. Nolan, the guy in the van. Oh, oh, but, yeah. So, Jake proves himself 
not only has he proved himself to be kind of a shitty friend to his little 12-year-old college buddy, but he also <laughs> crawls into bed when Jessica Biel's sleeping. Oh my god, creepy. And he's just like, hey, you always told me you wanted to wake up next to me. I don't think he added the at the end there. It sounded like it, though. It's like, who does that? Like, she clearly can't, like, is a deep sleeper because, like, she would have felt like she would have heard the door open. She would have heard him, like, rustling around, hiding his boner, and then going to <laughs> Hiding his boner? This is Jake we're talking about. I don't about. know. <laughs> I don't know how we're supposed to believe he's in college, though. Yeah. Anyways. So, Jake gets into bed with her, and he, uh... He basically is uh, telling her, I got these tickets to Cabo. We get to go there for Christmas. And she's like, um, you're stupid. I want to go hang out with my family yeah, like, at Christmas. Here's the logic between this like, the thing. Like, why wouldn't he have, like, you know, asked her what her, like, plans were instead of, like, just buying fucking, like, just exchanging the tickets for mm. the Cabo tickets. Well, I'm just be, so, I, I don't know. No logic. Because he, he's a sociopath. 100%. He does not care, really, about anybody else's feelings uh, or their concerns at all, no. except for, you know, the cliched at stuff at the end. You mm-hmm. know, he learns his lesson, his, he gets Ebenezer Scrooged or whatever, <laughs> however you want to put it, but Pretty much. he does not care about anybody. Well, I mean, if he was even halfway decent uh, at you know, empathy, mm-hmm. he would know that her family's important to her and she likes traditional Christmas. He's kind of like, he's kind of like Ben Affleck's character in Surviving Christmas. A little bit. Enter Eddie. Idiot. Uh. The Eddie the idiot. He is playing the typical, like, tropey high, Dude bro. high what school. Kind of, what kind of perfume are you wearing? New, I got three words for you. New car smell. Yeah, he's like, I bet you'd look great in this car, baby. Like he, oh, he's oh, he's a he's a turd. He's a he's a dude, bro. Before that was a thing. Mm -hmm. So well, and there's a line coming up later that kind of surprised me in regards to that. But uh, yeah, he he's a total dude, bro. And and he is like again, he looks like a high school dude, bro. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I think I think rewrites happened here. Remember vocal car car alarms. Yeah, <laughs> I just, that's another thing that I was like, oh man, this movie is so of the step time. Step away from the vehicle. Step away from the vehicle. <laughs> and then, yeah, it's just like I'm like, oh man, this is this movie is like a time capsule. Well, just about anything that is representing that time, like as a present movie, would ne- never, none of it would ever age well because the like technology just grew in leaps and bounds in the last three decades. So anytime you watch something that is set in its present time, it's usually pretty obvious around what time it would be. Yeah. Um, just like at point, at some point, so this felt like almost parody level. Like yeah. it was almost like, Hey, you're going to go to Dave Matthews and hack the net. And no, oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. Peter. <laughs> you guys, Pagers. Oh, though they call them beepers. <laughs> well, it's the same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the slang. <laughs> yeah. Um, so after this, we meet a bunch of douchebags. Who, like... the middle one is conservatively 35. Thank you. This is the <laughs> only time I bought that we were out of college. Yeah. <laughs> this is completely off topic, but like on the table, you can see a Nanaimo bar. So I'm There's like, a... oh. 
<laughs> I'm like, this is a Canadian movie, maybe. <laughs> okay. <laughs> do, you, do you think Nanaimo bars can only be made and sold in Canada? Yes. Okay. <laughs> it's a Canadian delicacy, okay? I mean, you know what? You're, you're Honestly, this movie was probably shot in Vancouver. Probably. So the douchebags, okay, so they're just like talking about whatever. But at one point, one of them says he went to the Viper Room. What the hell is that? Is that what Randy Orton that's, is? That, no, that's what? where River <laughs> Phoenix died. That's where River Phoenix died. It's like Johnny Depp's nightclub. And I was like, what? what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> so they overdosed outside the Viper Room. Yeah, and I was just hanging out there. <laughs> uh, so uh, he, uh, J- J- Jake shows well, that's, up and... That's what they want. They had bought fake IDs from him. Yeah, and, it didn't and they were work. waiting in line to get into the Viper room, and the guy was like, "Piss off, because your fake IDs are obviously yeah. fake." Johnny Depp was like, "Get out of here! You don't look Native American." To be fair, neither does he. No, <laughs> he, he. But that's his thing. At in the nineties, he would just question everyone for not looking Native American and he, because he wanted to be Tonto, and that was his like secretive way of ruling every other actor out. <laughs> Uh, I don't know if you knew that. It's on Wikipedia. We do get an interesting rant about loss of privacy online and all this stuff from JTT while I'm watching this on Disney+. (laughs) (laughs) So this is where we kind of get to the drive of the movie, the whole premise of the movie, because Jake uh, is talking to his dad. And clearly, there's some uh, there's some strife there. Uh, you know, his dad would really like to, uh, some improvement if he came home. Oh no, he, he, oh, he's so like, they... if you can come home for Christmas, that'd be great. That'd be great. But in home improvement. Yes, we got the home no. improvement, but she also made an office space joke. But there's room for both I'm the your guest, references. Okay? Stop. Let me have my joke. <laughs> it's Christmas. Stop fighting. I don't know about that, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now we're just quoting it. <laughs> so yeah, he's like, and it, the the quote is, "I don't think so, Tim." No, uh, whatever. <laughs> it's an old show that I didn't like, even when I watched it at the time. Oh, you talk! I love that show. No, never cared for it. Oh my god, that! Oh, that and Roseanne. That was my Tuesday night. Roseanne was was good. I never really liked Home Improvement. So he's obviously, you know, some. Uh, he's a little bit estranged from his family because. His mother died. His dad remarried. I think he said after ten months or something like that. And his dad's like, "Listen, if you come home, I'll uh, I'll give you the Porsche." So technically, yeah, like a Jesus. bribe. Yeah, he, he bribes him. That's him to get home. positive reinforcement. Okay? <laughs> I mean, the movie even says that it's a bribe. <laughs> yeah, well, they get the word wrong because a bribe is the promise of something for doing something that's illegal, unscrupulous, or underhanded. Positive reinforcement is a reward for doing something that you should do. Mm -hmm. But he basically has to give him something to get him to come (laughs) home. Well, this movie should be illegal, so... Yes. It's... it's, This movie... uh, There's there's a lot in this movie. Um, And it's, 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 it's... I don't know how to... It, it's as white as Christmas. I'm just <laughs> gonna say. Wait, you're saying that this Disney college movie about Christmas from the 90s is not very uh, diverse? Not not particularly. <laughs> so so Jake uh, finds out about the Porsche and he's like, oh, maybe I do want to go home. So he goes to Jessica Beale and he's like, hey, listen, forget about Cabo. Just come home with me. 
everything will be great. And then, of course, uh, she's like, okay, cool, let's meet tomorrow and uh, we'll go home for Christmas. And everything's great. Credits. All right, Nathan, do you recommend this movie? Not in the least. Thanks, guys. Have a Merry Christmas. <laughs> no, unfortunately, the film continues. God damn it. Because the, the, the plot to send the uh, test answers to the jocks via beepers uh, goes awry. When Eddie discovers what's going on, and I guess just intimidates the little twelve-year-old college student into uh, and sends them all a text that says "Game over, you lose." Yeah, but then he's like, he he's friends with them, mm-hmm. so he he screws his own friends over. Yeah, yeah to, so Eddie's a sociopath too. Yeah, like a, like a logic. Almost everyone in this movie is a terrible person. Okay, <laughs> almost everyone. So of course that causes the uh, that that causes Jake to get confronted by the jocks, who refer to him as a, a dipstick. <laughs> language. Yep. <laughs> got to clean up that language. Got to PG it up. Was this at the the party? Yeah. I was like, I wrote a note, and I was like, is he drinking a glass of milk? <laughs> I think it's a white Russian. Oh, whatever. It's still milk in it. <laughs> so at this point. Um, we don't see what happens right away, but we do see that Jessica Beale is uh, waiting for Jake. She's waiting yes. for him to meet her, um, and he's not there yet. And then we cut to the desert where the jocks have apparently left him for dead yeah. in a <laughs> Santa costume. I actually have. That is legit assault, and they left him to die in the desert. I wrote down, is this Breaking Bad? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but uh, doo, doo. I like that song. I, oh, I, I thought you were, I thought you were singing the Breaking Bad no. song. I'm just singing the. Yeah. Song. So at this point, yeah, Jake uh, gets a van and he starts making meth. Uh, he meets up with a science teacher. <laughs> <laughs> Turn, yeah. Turns out the buzzard uh, was was a red herring the entire time. Oh my god, <laughs> that buzzard was so cute though. Okay. I thought they were. I thought they were kind of adorable. I'm not gonna lie. Paul was up. Oh, they, <laughs> they had the most personality in the movie. He's what? Around. Uh, what about Nolan? He's so funny. Mm, okay. And the, the Tom Jones ladies. I'm not getting ahead of myself. Anyway, uh, no. I just. I think they're the most interesting characters. They actually have an arc. <laughs> the vulture. There's a vulture there, and uh, it's kind of following Jake, and then it finds its mom, and then they walk off all happy. Okay. That's a, that's a whole movie right there. Right. That's a Disney movie. That's an animated Disney movie. Vultures. <laughs> From the director of Secret Lights of Pets. That's right. <laughs> From Secret Life of Pets. Oh, the Secret Life go. of Vultures would be rated R, though, for all the corpse <laughs> eating. Gross. <laughs> Not if you don't show the death on screen. Because then it's just a nature documentary. <laughs> <laughs> as long as they're not animated and talking, it's fine. Right. So I'll be home for Christmas. Yeah. So back at the school, um, Eddie, uh, he 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 has an idea of what's up. I don't think he knows for sure what's happened, but he's like, yeah, Jake's definitely got taken out by the jocks. So he's like, hey, Jessica Beale, I'll drive you. I'll drive you home for Christmas. And then she she actually stands up and says, all right. So if you may, if you touch me, I'm gonna slug you. If you make one homophobic, sexist, or racist joke, I'm gonna slug you. And I'm like. Yeah. Okay. I thought that was pretty cool, especially for like a late 90s movie for them to call out like not only the douchebag for being like a douchebag, but that they they usually do resort to those kind of like jokes. Uh, 
Oh, I was going to say that that kind of thing was like starting to take form at that time cuz I remember very distinctly being in uh university at this exact time and you know those kind of guys were slowly shuffling off to the side because people weren't dealing with that garbage anymore. Yeah, I mean still definitely in its infancy though in this time. Yes. So I 100%. mean it, it just like I I was a little shocked. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, she basically says, yeah, I'm going to fucking knock you out if you act like a dummy. <laughs> and she also essentially says, in no real uncertain terms, that she hates this fucking guy. Oh, yeah. She's like, nothing's going to happen just so we're so clear. So why take a ride yeah, from him? across the country, too. She has parents, right? Uh, they yeah, live in story. the same... <laughs> yeah, and they live in the same neighborhood mm-hmm. as, as Jake's family, so they're probably fairly affluent she might not be able to fly home because i'm not going to assume that they're that well off but she could definitely get a bus ticket yeah i'm guessing it's like a time constraint thing though maybe like a last minute thing that she can't Mm, do i think it's probably a plot device that disney (laughs) threw in because you know (laughs) cliches i don't know it seems pretty on the up and up that's a long drive though it's 42 hours from like what pasadena Pasadena to new york yeah (laughs) 42 hours in a car with somebody that you don't like, I'd rather take a bus or fly. <laughs> but um, more 90s stuff we get here is the is answering machines that don't have a very long time for you to leave a message. <laughs> oh, yeah, because it the, it fills up. Also, uh, he offers, uh, J- and uh, Eddie does, uh, to listen to Fiona Apple or Jewel. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Fuck. <laughs> and she's like, I'm already in the car. You don't have to pretend. <laughs> I would have been like, good, because they fucking suck. <laughs> oh, I wouldn't mind listening to Jewel. I would. Yeah. Yeah. So Jake is at this weird gas station, and that's where he's calling... Uh, he, okay, he does this movie thing that I fucking hate. It's like he calls his... Uh, he calls home, and mm-hmm. instead of, like carefully explaining what's going on in, you know, terms that don't make him sound like a lunatic, he says... I'm I'm in a Santa costume in the middle of the desert being attacked by tumbleweed. Yeah. And then ex- and then when his dad is like, okay, that's the lamest excuse ever, he just goes, but dad, you don't understand. It's real. I'm like, why not just plainly say what's going on? Like I was almost murdered. <laughs> like. And de- left in the desert. I was beaten and left for dead in the desert. Yeah. The end. Like, that's it. That's all you have to say. Or, you know, call, like, I don't know, a police station? Because here's the thing. If he actually came clean with what happened, Mm -hmm. and, like, if his dad had pressed him on it, he would have also had to confront the monster that he is. Yeah. So. Uh, So, he, uh, yeah. But... He doesn't because right away we are he's given an opportunity uh to show yet again how much of a bloodless sociopath he is because when he gets off the phone with his dad uh his this this nice stranger lady mm-hmm. uh who's like are you saying you can't get home for your christmas and your dad won't even send you the money and then he launches into this story about 
every his whole family pitching in for to pay for his dad's triple bypass heart surgery and he's he's just discombobulated because of the you know the the stress and the medication that he's on and we just really I really want to get home because it might be his last Christmas just say yes yes that's unfortunately what's going on my dad won't send me the money so I can get home for Christmas yeah <laughs> no he has to make a whole insane story yeah. Um, and then uh, this is the John Mulaney portion of the film. <laughs> yes! What's new, Pussycat? Whoa, 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 whoa. Yep. So he, his ride happens to be with a bunch of old lady Tom Jones fans. Tom Jones Tom, fans. Tom Tom girls. What are they? What? Tom Tom girls. Tom Tom girls. Oh, okay. And uh, Jake quickly sours this new relationship by <laughs> vomiting in the backseat of their car because. <laughs> She tries to like throw like put pickles. They, they try to give she they they passing around like preserves and one of the pickles and that that makes him sick and he throws up in one of their purses. So like he they were like oh can you put her teeth back in her mouth? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this this scene was legitimately my favorite scene in the whole movie for not only the the Tom Jones. John Mulaney thing, the throwing up in the purse, the, the the sheer lunacy and surrealness of it, being stuck in a car, driving across country with five, was it four of them or five of them? Four. Four rapidly aging, rabid Tom Jones fans. Mm-hmm. That's the movie I want to see. Not him throwing up and getting kicked out. I want to see him going from state to state with these old dolls and discovering the brilliance of Tom Jones. <laughs> and, uh, I mean, he was just in Mars Attacks, so he'd probably make a cameo, too. Right? Yeah. But they kick him out, and uh, meanwhile, we go back. Actually, as he's kicked out, he looks across the street, and it's another dumb movie moment because he sees mm. Jessica Beale and Eddie, and he doesn't go, hey, it's me over here. He goes, oh, that's them, and tries to run across the street first. Like four lanes of like traffic. Instead like, of yeah. just Highway. saying, hello. <laughs> like, Yelling her name super loud and waving his hands. Yeah, but but unfortunately, Eddie sees him first, and he's like, "Oh, we gotta get out of here. I don't want you to see your boyfriend." Oh, and he nearly causes uh, like a twelve car pileup. <laughs> yep, and yeah, they they quickly uh, peel away, and Jake is all by himself, so he can enjoy the great green screen while it snows. Mm. Oh my god! My note here actually was it's hitch hike. Hitch, hike, start walking. (laughs) Well, he couldn't walk because he'd walk into the green screen. Reindeer on strike. Yeah. Every time I see somebody just standing with their thumb out, it's like, no, you're forgetting the second part of this. You're supposed to hitch and hike. For when there's no cars, you walk towards your destination. But when there's cars coming, you try to hitch a ride. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe he was hitch standing. That's not a thing. That's what Will that Smith. Will Smith movie is about, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> 
Um, so he, uh, and yeah, and, and like the snow is so fake in this scene that I actually thought it was like the, the reveal was going to be like his nerdy buddy was making it snow again, like he did earlier in the movie. What? Oh. Um, so yeah, he's just stand, he's standing there hitchhiking as Nathan says, as you do. No, he's just hitching. Yeah. He's at the, at, yeah. Standing there like you're supposed to. Right? No, because oh. you're supposed to hitchhike. Hike. But, he, but he does end up uh, sleeping in a sleigh after having a conversation with a with a Santa doll. And with the, they do the super secret Hannah Santa handshake. Mm-hmm. Mm, so mm. cool, yeah. So cool. And then, <laughs> and then going back to Eddie and Jessica Biel, um, they stay in like a se- separate oh, rooms, yeah. obviously. And then when Jessica Biel is like getting out of the room in the morning, he goes, "Oh, you're not so cute in the morning. I'm kind of glad nothing happened." What a fucking <sighs> asshole! I'm like, wow, that's a way to get laid right there. Well, even if, you know, even if he had played it cool, as soon as he got into the car and she was singing along to Aqua, I would have been like, whew, dodged a bullet. <laughs> really? Fucking Aqua sing along sucks. To anything. I wouldn't care what she was singing along to. Aqua sucks. Sure, but uh, it's just a good nope. deal. <laughs> Don't care. Okay. There's, there's, nope. Nope. So after he makes that comment, uh, Jake gets hit by a van. Yeah, yes. Nolan. <laughs> yes, Nolan. And he like fucking picks like he's like the he's, guy. Oh, yeah, he's okay. eating a burger in the most and disgusting. He, and he drops the tomato and he picks up the tomato and then he doesn't pay attention. Then he hits like uh, whatever Jake. Jake yeah. yeah, he goes to eat the tomato that's fallen on the floor of his car, of his van. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um. So he. Uh, yeah, he hits Jake with his van, but of course, uh, it's a Disney movie, so he didn't murder him. No, <laughs> but, no. but he did knock him off the road off the into rail, a ditch. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like he would be dead from that impact. I I, I like how you're you're kind of supposed to think that uh, Nolan thinks that he's really Santa Claus for the whole time, right? Because he he says, "What you mean, Mrs. Toe? Mrs. Claus is a two-time and ho." Was surprised to hear that in this movie. <laughs> they said ho, and this is supposed to be a kids' movie. Well, don't they have like a hell and a pissed off? Stuff I mean, in here yeah, too? but I mean, like I don't know, I like ho took me back a little bit. Like I was like, whoa, <laughs> toe, not whore. So I mean, it's a variant of that. Miss Claus, I know the whore. It is. Can you imagine if they said that in the movie? <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> Woo. Now, if even like Mrs. Claus was a cheating cunt, then no. That mm. would not pass in a Disney movie. I mean, it is still that thing where you you could just imagine like the small child being like, "Daddy, what's a hoe?" No, it's a gardening implement, son. Mm, that doesn't make sense in the context of this movie. Well, too bad, son. It's the '90s, and I'm still repressed. It was. I did find out that Nolan was played by the same fellow who was Charlie Banks in the movie Necessary Roughness. No idea. We Love were, that movie. Yeah, we were talking about it. We are like, he looks very familiar, but we couldn't figure out what Yeah, was. I looked through his filmography, an and I didn't see anything right? that I knew. The, no, uh, he played a satellite technician in Iron Man 3. Oh, I don't think that was it. it. That was totally it. <laughs> it was, he, that was the Scott Bakula football movie from the, I think, early 90s. Uh, but the reason why he looked familiar to me, I didn't recognize him from that. I had to IMDB him as well. I thought that he was... Um, the guy who plays uh, Liam Neeson's friend in the Taken movies. 
Oh, okay. With the glasses and kind of a biggish beak. Uh, I saw the first one when it came out. <laughs> well, he was one of his friends at the barbecue, uh, and he's one of the guys that Liam Neeson calls uh, to get help. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, so a prolific actor for the ages. Well, it wasn't him. That's oh, the thing. Oh, it it's wasn't not, him. Okay. It's not the same actor. Oh, okay. Well, then, okay. He's been in one thing that one of us has seen. Yes. There we go. Uh, Actually, so... he's in that Iron Man sequel. So I have seen that. I don't remember a satellite technician that looked like him. Well, it's a smaller part He was now, nominated isn't it? for an Oscar. Had you not known yeah. who he was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nolan, Nolan gets a new name. He's Snow Puff the Elf. Uh, and this he gets this because they get pulled over by... Mike Nelson, small town sheriff, this season on Comedy Central. <laughs> it did kind of look like him. Yeah. And yeah, and, and uh, they basically uh, convince the driver that they're on their way to a children's hospital because we find out that <laughs> Nolan is fencing some stolen goods. Yes. Um, and, the, and the cop believes them. So thankfully they're like, oh, okay, we're off the hook. And then he's like, you know what? I'm almost off work. I'll, uh, you can follow me to that children's hospital. <laughs> Police escort, yeah. <laughs> oh, wacky hijinks. What a mix-up. They start giving out kitchen appliances to sick kids. Yeah. I want that fucking toaster. <laughs> yes, you want that toaster, Mariah. So, However, an eight-year-old in 1998 doesn't. Yeah, this is also the moment where I'm like, how, how, I mean, we find out later, I guess, but I'm like, how stupid is this cop? Where he sees them giving out clearly, like, not the presents they were going to give these kids. And he's just like, yeah, everything seems on the up and up. <laughs> well, just like, well, as he's... we've seen, like, as we see this character, like, develop, you realize he's kind of a fucking idiot. Oh, he's an idiot. But I mean, <laughs> I was, I was going to say, he's probably just too preoccupied with, with his marriage in shambles. Uh, like, I don't think, uh, I, I don't know how he passed the police and exam. He's, yeah, he's protecting America, kids. <laughs> oh, God. Well, if he's a sheriff, he was elected. <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, or was he, Nathan? Sometimes people in power are not always legitimately elected. Mm. Right. What? It was something Russia had to do with it. Yeah, Russia got that sheriff elected. <laughs> we will start with this small town. <laughs> and eventually, the dumb orange man. <laughs> Garfield? Yeah, Garf- President Garfield. <laughs> Andrew, President Garfield. Andrew Garfield. There you go. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, so, okay. Wait, uh, wait, wait. Just imagine we live in a world where a CGI cat voiced by Bill Murray is the president. Uh, Lorenzo Music, you fucking Philistine. What? The guy who originally did Garfield's Oh, voice. I know, but I'm t- I want, I just want Bill Murray's voice to be the president. Yeah. Plus, Lorenzo Music's dead, so. Yeah, there you go. See? The music is over. Yeah, that was the day the music died, that's for sure. <laughs> that's what Aww. that song is about? Yeah, yeah, okay. it's the death of the voice actor who did Garfield. <laughs> the death of Lorenzo Music, even though it was probably written, like, years before he died. Like, at least two decades before, yeah. <laughs> he heard that song, and he was just like, oh, man, what a what a horrible thing to sing about. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm still getting work here. I feel, I, I feel bad uh, sometimes for him, because... He lost the gig doing the voice of Peter Venkman mm-hmm. on the real Ghostbusters because Bill Murray complained he sounded too much like Garfield. <laughs> Whoa. Wow. Whoa. Mind blown. Yep. That's and a then crazy... Bill Murray plays Garfield in the Garfield movies. Yeah, that's a crazy... Uh, sounding a crazy too circle. much like Bill Murray. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to be fair... 
To be fair. To be fair. To be fair. I thought his voice was pretty appropriate for the Garfield movie, as shitty as the movie was. I just... I... Hmm. It's, it's, it's one of the few things that I, I hold against Bill Murray. <laughs> mm, I don't know. I guess he kind of regretted it, too, if you watched uh, Zombieland. Yeah. <laughs> he did say he regretted Garfield. Anyway, I'll be home for Christmas. Mm-hmm. So a- after they give out the, the gifts to these kids, we have a super, like, schmaltzy moment with one of the kids. And yes. he's like, I just want to get home and have pre- and have family and presents and eggnog and whatever. With me mama, me papa, me hermano. He's basically listing off his family's titles, I guess, but in Spanish. Right. Which is cool, because the kid's Spanish, but it was just like, he went on... And on, and then he I didn't. I, he actually said, "My mother and father," didn't he? I think so. Me, mama, he, me, papa. I think that's okay. So no, he didn't say that. There was one. Uh, there was one that he said, and I was like, "Come on, there, there's a Spanish equivalent My of that. That's just and lazy." Yeah, that's there you I, go. That's definitely yeah, what he said. That must have been it then. Should have said that in the accent. Yeah, they didn't. They, their, their uh, Spanish language consultant went home for the day. Right. <laughs> <laughs> they then they didn't have Robert Rodriguez. <laughs> oh, racer, you must say, grandmother. <laughs> Dad, we gotta go. You're still not done filming from dusk till dawn. <laughs> racer, my boy, just get the car warmed up. Okay, I'll drive again. <laughs> He's a good boy. Terrible drawer, though. <laughs> I'm going to kill him in my next movie. (laughs) (laughs) So everybody calls their dad. Mm -hmm. uh, Except for JTT, who tries to call his dad and gets his stepmom. And he is such a raging fucking boner. I feel so bad for that stepmom. Right? She is just being nice and trying. And he is giving her nothing. Asshole. Um, so after this whole thing, everybody's very touched by this moment. Nolan is like, you know what? I said I would drive you, but I'm going to go home to my family now. I'm going legit. Suck it, Santa. I'm leaving. Yeah, I'm going legit. I love you, man. But thankfully, because everything in this movie is such a fucking coincidence, um, the cop is like, listen, uh, I'm heading to Nebraska, and I, I need your help in reconnecting with my wife. <laughs> it's a six-hour drive. Oh my god. Like, hey guy, I just met like, I don't know, an hour ago. (laughs) Since you're so good at talking to kids, you think you could talk to my wife and convince her that, you know, I cheated. I I made out with some rando, but it's fine. It wasn't a rando, it was an ex-girlfriend. Oh, that's even better. Yeah. Uh, so that's their our next step here is they go to this restaurant where this this themed restaurant <laughs> Turf and Turf. Uh. Oh, I didn't even see the name. It's yeah. Turf and Turf. Oh, and apparently, you're the cows eat in the like pen next to you. Mm. You pick the cow that you want your steak to be, and they kill it on the what premise the and fuck? butcher it for you. That's insane. <laughs> what do they do? Just like make your steak and then throw the rest of the cow out. <laughs> No, put it in I hot don't dogs. think so. <laughs> Make hot dogs. Yeah. If 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 I'm guessing, maybe uh, what would happen is they would cut the steak from that cow, and the rest of it would be processed and sent and sold to beef as beef, rather, in like supermarkets. 
Now, little Jimmy, which cow do you want? That one. Now, give him a name. <laughs> give, give him a name. Bessie. Okay, now we're going to kill this cow. Put him on your plate. <laughs> and also, Billy, cows are girls. So stop calling him a he. Because bulls are, are male bovine. Hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, I said Bessie, so whatever. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, Jake goes in, talks to Marjorie, who is this cop's wife. Who, you know what? Good for her. Because right at first, she was like, no, that guy's a jerk. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of I kind of wanted this to go south. And for her to be like, no, and then he'd have to find out another way to get home. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, alas... Um, the, he tell he basically comes out of the restaurant. And he's like he, he relates his own story uh, without you know saying his own name. But oh yeah, and his, she's got his fucking number too. Yeah, she's like, who would treat their stepmother like that? You piece of shit. But if she's a babe, what? Oh yeah, the guy at the table. <laughs> yeah. During that whole thing, he's like, well, if she's a babe. Yeah, if she's a babe. Why would you get mad at him? Saying it in babe. front of like his wife or something. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, eat your fucking grits, you weirdo. <laughs> If I was like customer, I'd be like, "What the fuck? Why are you like yeah? Like, why is the waitress like yelling at this guy? Like, guy dressed in a Santa suit? Like, I'm getting out the the hell out of here. Let's go to Denny's or something." They are getting a low Yelp review when Yelp is created. (laughs) I'm gonna wait by my computer, and as soon as Yelp becomes a website, oh, one star. Or maybe they were the creator of Yelp. We don't know. Oh shit! That guy at the table created Yelp. Yeah. I need I need a place so that everyone can register my disgust. <laughs> uh, so because that fails, yeah. uh, old JTT goes outside and they think all is lost. But no, an Appalachian mariachi band shows up. Yeah, it, again, it's another one of those like. Oh, don't worry that that happened because this is happening. And it's like, oh, okay, movie. I know it's Disney and I know it's Christmas, but goddamn. In this scene, he comes in and he just like, uh, he brings a band and he starts singing. Yeah, and he starts lyrics. writing yeah. lyrics on the fly. No, and that's this, uh, Jake does that yeah. for him. Yeah, and this fucking song went on for at least a year. His voice, like, I for some reason, I thought like it sounded like Adam Sandler. Like, just like, <laughs> he was like, ow, on. Like, I just. When the like, cop was singing? Everything they make up, uh, and her and him are clearly going to make up super hard because they're pretty much well just making out as Jake uh, leaves, and I'm just like, you know what? Good for her. Also, there was sort of a blowjob joke. Yeah? Because he goes, he he's, Jake tells him to get on his knees, and he reads it to her like he's like, oh, now on your knees. Now on your knees. <laughs> I'm like, whoa, that's Okay. <laughs> oh, your 90s is showing there, Joey Lawrence. Yeah. Whoa. Um, but uh, yeah, they reunite and the cop is like, here's a bus ticket, Jake. Yeah. And he gets on the bus. Oh, now, we go next to um, Eddie and Jessica Beale, mm-hmm. And uh, they're looking for a place to park for the night because, you know, you can't drive straight through... To New York, and uh, they see uh, like it's like a, a, a Dutch village. Now, Brandon, I I mean you're a '90s kid. Mm-hmm. I mean, right? And mm-hmm. and I I 
you know, my coming of age was in the 90s as well, uh, you know, junior high, right up to university. Never once have I ever saw, seen something that was just absolutely cheesy and went, ugh, Velveeta. <laughs> oh, you mean that wasn't a natural thing to say? Not in the least. <laughs> <laughs> bothered me. I bothered do like me. that when they get there, Jessica Biel sees like the the thing of like the guy chasing the woman, and she's like, "Oh, sexual harassment used as a joke." <laughs> yeah. So he can get his little quip in. Oh well, don't look, or you'll have to testify to it in court. I know. I was like, yeah. "Whoa, what the hell was that?" Yeah, he he is not sharp enough to be that clever. No, no. But they get yeah, they get to this Bavarian village and. uh and uh, meanwhile, Jake is on the bus and stops at a, a little ba- uh, like a bathroom break or whatever. <laughs> yeah. And is weirded out by some kid who he also kind of weirds out too because he's like... No, the, the kid gives him a solid critique on his uh, Santa-ing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's like, which ho-ho-ho is appropriate for which audience? And then, and yeah. then at the end, the kid's just like, whatever. <laughs> well, yeah. 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 It's not the worst thing that's ever happened to a ten-year-old in a bus station bathroom. Jesus, Jesus Christ. Christ. <laughs> <laughs> what? I mean someone tried to sell them drugs. What are you guys talking about? Uh, that. That, yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> good thing there were no senators in there. <laughs> he had a wide stance. A wide stance. Oh, my. Man, that is going to be... That's a deep cut. That is going to be top five worst excuses. <laughs> Whoa, that is a that is a deep one. <laughs> yep, I like it, though. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, he after this, we go back to the Bavarian village, and I think um, Jake is in, like, the store or the restaurant or something as he's coming out of the bathroom, and he sees on TV, and Eddie fucking plants one on her. Oh, yes, because they're under the mistletoe arch. Yeah, he, he plants one on Jessica Biel, and he's like, I bet you're not going to make fun of me anymore. <laughs> Which I think the follow-up to that is hilarious, because it shows they're like they're in the same bed, but he's got like 10 layers of clothes on. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you want me to put more clothes on? She's like, no, I think we're okay. He's like, I really feel safe with you lying next to me. <laughs> yeah, and then he's like, more clothes? No, we're good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, but obviously Jake is enraged when he sees that on TV, and he comes up with the craziest fucking plan. All right, okay, so in this plan, was that guy gonna eat just like raw meat on bread? That's he, what I was thinking. He was, and he also smeared barbecue sauce on it with his finger, and then it's like, oh, this but if he was gonna, so if he was gonna eat it though, we saw him going to take a bite. So how the fuck is it still there? Well, I, I mean, I'm guessing he had more I, yeah i guess so, so like he's like going into the scene like we see a oh he got the to-go bag at turf and turf or he has it in a cooler he takes the this kid's crayons and writes that it's a it's an organ transplant yeah, and he takes yeah it looks cooler, super yeah. legit yeah because you write it in crayon right yeah but here's the a, thing. there's not like uh you know legitimate labeling for that sort of thing no, of course not. So here's the thing. Like, how... Okay, so the guy... Okay, so little girl crayon's cool. Like, maybe she they went missing. The guy's cooler. Maybe he went... Like, why hasn't he, like, clued in somebody took his cooler? And how about this guy that had the sandwich? Wouldn't they clue in that's a fucking sandwich? Like, it's, like, meat from the sandwich? I don't know. Yeah, yeah wouldn't it be like, I'm hey, so I recognize that raw meat anywhere? 
Also, nice I got that when I was a turf and turf. <laughs> it's right. It does take a lot, though, to convince discount Steve Carell, the bus driver, to pull over. <laughs> it does look and sound like him, too. It does. It, a little bit. A little bit. <laughs> yeah, so he eventually convinces the bus driver. We got to get this organ to, who does he say? Like a little Allie. Allie. Oh, because yeah, there's a real like, name. Yeah. Yep. Well, I finally figured out Jessica Biel's character's name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, little alley in uh, the Bavarian yeah, and, village. Yeah, they had to go to the freaking like uh, tourist spot. Yeah, that makes yeah. total sense. That's where little alley is waiting oh for her, her for her uh, liver. Or... Oh my god, I can't, I can't with this movie. Where do you get ice? Oh yeah, from the cooler. Yeah. So the bus stops, and he goes searching for Jessica Beale. He gets kicked out of the hotel because he grabs the girl at the desk by the collar. Yeah, Jake like straight up like. I don't, I'm not going to say he says, like, I'm going to kick your ass. But he fucking grabs her by, like, the, by like her collar. And is like, I got to get in this hotel. Hashtag me too. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what he was thinking messing with German guys in uniform. Yeah. I mean, I was, look out that they might make him take a shower. <laughs> yeah. they, they, when Feel they... free to cut that one out if you want. <laughs> what, that they might make him take a shower? Yeah, because they're German security guards. Oh, okay. They make him take it. That's a Holocaust, Holocaust joke, yeah. Brendan. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> you didn't realize that? No, Even I didn't. I, did. I just thought <laughs> you meant he was filthy. Nope. <laughs> Leave it in. It's funny. Joey. <laughs> Merry Christmas. So, yes, he gets kicked out, and then he get, but he sneaks back in. Uh, to the hotel, and he goes into the room to to see Jessica Beale, and then Eddie just comes out of the uh, out of nowhere like an RKO. Boom! Boom! Wrestling second ref, second, second one. So Eddie comes out of there with a towel on, and he says like you know gross things. <laughs> Basically, like, this gross. love this love nest is full, baby. <laughs> but there's room for one more. <laughs> uh, I don't think he said that, Brian. <laughs> Oh my god, that would have made this movie super progressive. <laughs> Go Disney. Yeah, right? <laughs> I don't know why everyone's so hung up on the, the Frozen 2 uh, uh, thing. Uh, th- they were already doing this in 98. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so in order to get rid of Eddie, Jake just, like, yanks his towel off. <laughs> and they, they yes. look down. Yeah, I wanted a moment where Jake looked down and was either like, haha, you know, <laughs> oh, it's <crap>. small. <laughs> or looked down and been like, oh, Jake, come on! <laughs> but there was nothing like that. There was no, like, even, like, no scene of, like, Jessica Biel, like, licking her lips or something. <laughs> oh, wrong movie. Oops, sorry. What are you talking about? I don't know. This is not the movie where she plays a stripper. I I just think I think it's just really inappropriate for a Disney movie, yeah. and it didn't really need to happen because like ha- you're not like diminishing his character really. <laughs> I didn't. I I don't understand how that would make him. If anything, that would make Eddie just being like, "Yeah, there it is." That's right. That's why I'm like this. There's no blood flow to my brain. <laughs> it's all there, baby. <laughs> um, and this is another moment where Jake could have just said normally. I'm trying to get home for Christmas on time, <sighs> but he says Christmas Eve at six o'clock. If I don't get home by, I gotta get home by then. But he could have like he could have like said anything. Like yeah. he's like I need to be like home by for six for dinner. Yeah. Or, like, but like. But he does say for dinner, but he says it in the most like defensive way because he's yeah. like for dinner, and Jessica feels like. Why are you you're, really going home? Yeah, you're a lying piece of shit. Yeah, and then she finds <laughs> out he wants to go for the Porsche, and she's like, mm, BT Dubs taking your spot on the bus now. 
it. How can that even happen? Like how? Like I don't know. Because discount Steve Carell sees through Jake, and oh, he's okay. like, "You don't deserve to be on this bus." Yeah. <laughs> he also did like swindle him and pretend there was an organ. <laughs> Yes. So yes, he did. I mean, I think, he made him take the detour for nothing. Yeah, I think I think, I think bus driver is in the right to be like, yeah, you're not coming back, <laughs> <laughs> man. So um, Eddie witnesses this all, and he's like, you know what? I'm gonna drive you because I'm gonna help you out. I don't know why reasons. Uh, so they can have this quick stupid scene to pad out the film <laughs> it's so dumb it's unnecessary right? it's such like an unnecessary like why even have this moment because he it's drives racism. him for a while what then he's like get out how is it racism it leads into some racism it, it does it, what are you talking about never mind okay we'll get into no thing. no no you don't get to do that when he was like can you Eddie, Eddie had nothing to do with that. Yeah, Eddie wasn't part of that. No, but, but we'll get there. We'll get there. Don't worry. Cut the whole part out. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, Eddie drives Jake, and then he's like, I don't want to be too nice. That's bad for my rep. And I don't want you to get that Porsche, because you're going to be cooler than me, and that's no good. <sighs> he sounds like our skater, guys. <laughs> I'm going to go check out Thrashin'. And I'm going to go down on Vicente, Palparalta. <laughs> oh, so Jake is dropped off in Wisconsin and decides, hey, there's a Santa race happening. Because, of course, why not? And I can win enough money to buy a plane ticket to get home. Uh, and that's when the, the, and that's what the moment you're talking about, Mariah, the weird moment where this black guy... Uh, runs by dressed as Santa and Jake just says Kenya (laughs) what I didn't understand that he just assume it like he's from Kenya he just like I don't know was there like a famous Kenyan racer at the time or something every every year every every Olympics every track and field championship they're always uh, there's always a heavily favored a runner, usually from African countries. Yeah, but, like, he's just assuming. He could be, like, you know, Joe from, like, down Detroit Wisconsin. or, like, Wisconsin, oh, yeah. Don't say Detroit. Oh, I said Detroit or Wisconsin. <laughs> oh, my God. Jesus. It's okay, guys. It's all right. Oh, yeah, I said Detroit or Wisconsin. I was just naming off places. <laughs> Anyhow. Yes, to answer your question, it, it is... He... Yes, he is assuming that, but... It is also a trope or a stereotype or a cliche that Kenyans are great runners. It was just a weird moment in the middle of this movie. <laughs> just like, Kenya? Okay, and then back to the movie. What? Okay, whatever. Um, this is where uh, the moment we go back to Eddie and he uh, he's trying to get through this uh, roadblock and he mm-hmm. yells at them to get out of the way. And oh, <laughs> lo and behold, these Christmas trees are police officers. <laughs> that was... I don't know. That was weird. I, I mean, I get they're working security for the Santa Fun Run, but I, why would you, why would you dress your police officers in costumes that would prevent them from getting to their service weapons? <laughs> well, you know, yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> I also don't think he would get arrested for that. Well, no, he wouldn't. Especially where um, he didn't see. That they were police, and he literally just said something like, get out of the way, 
kind of made fun of them a little bit, but you know, he wasn't like openly screaming at police officers. I, I think the, I guess the joke more in this situation is that, uh, you know, that the, the cops will detain him even on the flimsiest and then just let him go after they've inconvenienced him yeah. because he was being a dick. It's just so we can have the joke where Jake is, he's like, help me, Jake, as they drive by and he's like, bye bye. Yeah. There's that too. So Jake uh, tries to enter the race. They're like, it's cost $10. He doesn't have any money on him. But thankfully, another Santa is there to uh, cover for him. We yeah. find out later that Santa is Mayor Wilson. Can I ask you a question, though? Mm-hmm. Both of you? Did sure. either of you guys think that the twist was going to be that this other Santa was the real Santa? No. I really thought that was going to be the twist. <laughs> Yeah, because like that's too much to throw into this stupid movie. No, well, I'm not saying it's smart or anything. I mean, Christmas at the Cranks had that dumb twist too. But it was they at did. the end, not the middle of the movie. Well, yeah, but I mean, we're coming close to the end. But I just mean like, especially when he goes. So basically, Jake wins the race, and he mm-hmm. wins the money, and then he finds that this other Santa is Mayor Wilson, who usually uses the money to donate and give turkeys to uh, you know poor families. Tim Allen. Yeah. Oh. To what? Tim Allen. Allen. (laughs) It just goes, oh, a bunch of turkeys. (laughs) Well, no, he's he's, he's his next door neighbor. It's Mayor Wilson. (laughs) Oh, and then when you said turkeys, the oh, shit. There you go. Right? Wow. So he gives him a bunch of bad movie deals because he gives him a bunch of turkeys. Well, I mean, have you seen old dogs? Uh, You mean wild hogs? The shaggy dog? Wild hogs? Yeah. I have seen... Hog wild? Hog wild. You mean the WCW pay-per-view? Yeah. <laughs> oh, Tim Allen was one of the bikers. I thought that was Road Wild. Uh, it was Hog Wild and then Road Wild. It was, I know. Yeah. So they got a cease and desist from the Harley Davidson oh, shit, is, group. Is that why? That is why. That's hilarious. <laughs> so, leave it to, the, to WCW to not realize they had a lawsuit with using that name. I don't know. It it seemed kind of flimsy. I think that they could have got around it if they fought it, but uh, I think Turner was just like, nah, just change the name. And also, give me more movies in color. Come on, what am I paying you people for? <laughs> so I'll be home for Christmas. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's good. I'm glad to hear it. Oh, good. Well, you can plan on me. Oh, okay, great. There'll be snow and uh, a mistletoe. Oh, okay. Oh, and very... Eddie got arrested by a tree. So he goes to Mayor Wilson's house to give the money back because he feels bad. This movie gives him a conscience at this point. And Mayor Wilson is all, hey, why don't you, uh, do you have a place to go? You can always, we can always set an extra uh, uh, spot up for you in the, in the house here. And that is the moment that I thought, oh shit, it's going to be Santa Claus. <laughs> <laughs> I really wanted it to be, and then it's I would like, like now, no, now, 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 it's now, now. It's and every now. time, uh, like, like Jake uh, get like gets a response from uh, like a person, he always has like a smarky, like he always has a comeback to whatever. Like, oh yeah, joke. he's that typical well, like '90s yeah. smart aleck tropey character. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, this is like you know that kid from Home Improvement. Give him his star vehicle. <laughs> Whatever you say, sir. <laughs> and now he's a, a mega, a billion dollar enterprise of a, of a star. 
right? I th- he's like a. I thought he was like an environmentalist now, isn't he? Yeah, I don't know. He, he, he actually looks like he's doing okay. Yeah, he doesn't look like a drug addict. Yeah, so that's good. It's because he saved his money. Crazy. He did go to like college after, you know, when television and movies started to kind of yeah. wind down a bit for him. He he actually did go to yeah. Yeah, he's one of those rare child stars that didn't get uh, didn't you know have a terrible fall. So that's great. Yeah. Um, so anyway, back to this movie, he, uh, he can't get home. He still can't get home because obviously he just gave up his tickets, calls home and we get the fucking biggest like deus ex machina. His sister's like, oh, I have all this birthday money that I have I saved actually... up. With the Game Boy <laughs> yeah. on the, she's like, she's laying on the couch and she's like a Game Boy, like yeah. uh, beside her. I was like, oh yeah. my God. My, uh, my note there was uh sister ex machina actually. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then the, the crazy thing is it doesn't even work. No, it doesn't. It's just there so they could make uh, him eat crow uh, and say that thing about his sister and how she's awesome to the boss from Dead Like Me. Oh, no, she was... No, it, the boss from Dead Like Me was... She was the clerk at the Santa run. Never mind. Uh, oh, like... Oh, the really happy one? Uh, the one who worked at the temp agency. Uh, yeah, she yeah, the was super the... smiley one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Dolores. Yeah. Dolores. Okay. Dolores and her her big her big brown. What is it? <laughs> Dolores Herbig is in her big fat ass. Is what they. Used oh, to is say. in her big brown eyes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, does anybody remember that show? Tweet us. Love that show. <laughs> I got both seasons on DVD. Yeah, the movie's not great, but the show not, was good. Not really. No. Yeah. <laughs> um. Uh. Like. Oh yes. There's no way they wouldn't, like, the air, like, when she, this little girl was buying tickets, there's no way they wouldn't have told her the policy, like, verbatim. Like, <laughs> the person has to come in, miss, with a photo ID to... and prevent yeah. the pa- like present the password. Yeah. Well, yeah. she's from a pretty affluent family show, so she's probably like, you know what? Uh, book the tickets. It's worth it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She's like, I want to get one last laugh. <laughs> So he ends up uh, sneaking his way into where they keep like the dogs and shit on on the plane, yes. and he and you know we get a hilarious dog fart joke. Well, yeah, you gotta. <laughs> it's Christmas. It's, it's Christmas. <laughs> it's Christmas. Yeah, remember all those dog fart jokes in uh, Christmas Carol? <laughs> yeah. I do. I was just in a production of it, so yes, they were prevalent. Yeah. Every five minutes. Wait a second. I see that pages 10 to 25, there ain't no dog fart jokes. <laughs> Lenny, get get over here. <laughs> he gets out. He gets on a train. He gets kicked out of the train. Because he, he didn't have any tickets. No ticket. Um, he, uh, he gets on top of a car while it's driving and somehow yes. when he bangs on the roof the person driving doesn't hear him but like you can hear the kid going like santa I'm looking out the window like mm-hmm. i know it's just a little kid but like you know yeah maybe I what would an keep idiot it <laughs> a kid? yeah, yeah what a stupid kid it's not santa it's jonathan taylor thomas from tv's home he improvement has a beard he doesn't even have a hat on he has a hat does he have a hat on i don't know point? no she, yeah. she no no off. yeah she had ripped it off his head Right. Um, I think he put it back on though when he was doing that whole thing no, where I don't that think kid he did. was uh well, no, he, talking in the bathroom. He, he had it back on because he had to have it during the Santa fun run too. Right, yeah. Right. So I think he yeah. had it back on at this point. But he doesn't have the beard. Yeah, because she ripped it off his head when she found out that he was trying to get home for the Porsche. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Yeah. So we're all squared he, away now. <laughs> he eventually gets to uh, stops by a parade and just takes their one horse open sleigh. Yep. And uh, takes it right to Jessica Beale's house. And, you know, there's a little callback because earlier she was like, I wouldn't make up with you if you came to my house in a one horse open sleigh. So clever, clever. Laughing all the way. Ha ha ha. So Jake <laughs> takes the sleigh to uh, Jessica Beale's house. And she's all like, he's, he's like, one horse open sleigh, huh? And I'm like, oh, girl, don't get with either of these guys. <laughs> like, she should, like, Eddie and Jake are both the worst for different reasons. And then he goes, and, you know, he's like, this is real. And this is a real kiss. And they make out and head to his house. Yeah. They're sitting outside. And of course, most obvious thing that happens here is that they wait until just after six. So we won't get the Porsche. Exactly. Which they've left outside, by the way. Yeah, well, as as a welcoming beacon. Yeah. In the convertible while it's snowing, yes. Yeah, there's no roof. Like, there's no... <laughs> like, that's, that's going to be... Uh, it's just going to leave that out all night? Okay. <laughs> so he goes into the... So Jake, wait, like I said, he waits till after six. Too late for the Porsche. He walks into the house. And his dad and the stepmom and her, his sister, they're all excited. He tries to give him the Porsche. And he's like, no, dad, don't give me the Porsche. We're, it's gonna have to. It's gonna take a few more Christmases for us to get that ready. Meaning he's gonna start coming home for Christmas. Right. End scene. Yeah, he bonds. Fade to black. Well, not yet. He bonds with Carolyn. Tells her his sweater size. Oh, so awkward. And then she tells him her sweater size. I'm an eight. An eight. <laughs> <laughs> and then the, the last confrontation is the parade. Coming up and saying, "Hey, you stole our sleigh!" And they're like, "We'll just leave the parade now." And they're like, oh, "I, I was, really I, like." Yeah, sorry, go ahead. I really like. I would have been great if the piece, the guy holding the peace on Earth sign, instead of doing what they did, just been like, "He's got the peace on Earth sign. Let's kick his ass!" <laughs> but no, we get this goddamn Hallmark ending. Yeah, marching the parade down the street. I mean, of course, we're, of of course, this movie's gonna have an ending like that. It's a 90s Disney Christmas movie. Right. So that's that's kind of where we end. They're leading down the parade. The end. Credits. Mariah, as our guest, would you recommend I'll Be Home for Christmas? Sure, if you want to watch a shitty Christmas movie. <laughs> so, so yes? Yes, no, yeah. No, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I would. I would. Okay. It's a... It's just like you can have it on as background noise. Uh, you can do stuff while you watch it. Yeah, that's background or noise. Or just not watch it. I mean. It's like. Eh. Okay. I don't know. Nathan? Well, I wouldn't recommend it simply because it is just. It's, it's a Hallmark Channel movie with a budget. Mm. That's all it is. It, it the only thing that really kind of separates it from something that you would see on a Hallmark Christmas movie that's not about uh you know a busy business lady who learns the meaning of Christmas if they're <laughs> just doing like a one-off Christmas comedy yeah this would be it but it wouldn't have a-list actors for the time okay for the time yes <laughs> right well Jonathan Taylor Tom I mean Gary Cole very much so a character actor. 
Um, but A-list character actor. A-list character like, actor, but definitely not yeah. like a box office guy. Like no, that, that would have been that would have been JTT at that time. He was the draw, yes. Yeah. So yeah, I mean it's it's cast the lead and then everyone around him is like whoever. So if you are a sucker for kind of shoddily put together Hallmark comedies about Christmas, fill your boots. Uh, if you're a normal person, <laughs> no. I'm going to go somewhere in the middle because I think there was enough lunacy in this movie that I just kind of watched it. I was like, what? How do you come up with all these like ridiculous plot conveniences? And like just some of the stuff was so insane that I was kind of laughing like kind of in spite of it. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to say somewhere in the middle. Um, it's not a good movie by any stretch, but uh, you know, it's not the worst Christmas movie I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. I say if they if, if they could give me a movie about him on a self-discovery road trip with the Tom Tom girls, I'd watch that all day, every day. Well, someone get Jonathan Taylor Thomas on the phone. <laughs> He's only 38. Let's make it happen. <laughs> all right. Well, With that being said, we're going to take a brief break, and we will be right back. What were they thinking? What Were They Thinking is brought to you by HostGator. HostGator is a leading provider of shared, reseller, VPS, and dedicated hosting solutions. Award-winning support is available 24-7, 365 days a year via phone, email, and live chat. Discover why over 9 million websites trust HostGator. Use the coupon code SCHLUCK for 25% off your first purchase. That's SCHLUCK, S-C-H-L-O-C-K, for 25% off your first purchase. What Were They Thinking is brought to you today by GameItAll.com. Whether it's video game news, the latest in music, or movie reviews, GameItAll.com is your one-stop shop for all nerdy talk. What were they And we're back. We are back. <sighs> Nathan? Yes, Brandon. Mariah? Sup? Whoa, let's 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 bring it back a bit. Uh this is NPR, and I even have a new NPR voice this week, so bring oh. it bring it bring it back, bring it back. Sup. No 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 no, not the not the tone, but the the verbiage the I mean, wording this is npr you have to what sound professional and white is up that that that'll that'll, 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 that'll down. Pat, that that's no it, that's not how that works that'll do hey that'll do <laughs> i wasn't gonna say that no but which would just lead to us talking about her hog <laughs> it is now time for the low haiku the low haiku nathan what is the low haiku well, Lo Haiku is uh, the part of the show where we get uh, poetic and and uh, thoughtful about the movie we've just talked about in 17 perfect syllables. Mm-hmm. So, Mariah, as our guest, would you like to begin? Yeah. Okay. Oh, are you related to Jai Courtney? <laughs> <laughs> It's, his, it's her cousin. Oh, that, 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 that tracks. That tracks. Okay. I'll be home at six to get that stupid Porsche. Oh, 
My pager went off. Very good, very good. Okay. <clears throat> All right, I'll do. Uh, I'll I'll let you. I'll let you finish us out here uh, this time, Nathan. Okay. All right. So here I am we... a strong finisher. Yes. Strong. It is an. Is it an RKO? <laughs> It'll be out of nowhere. I would love if all of our wrestling references from now on are just Randy Orton. <laughs> that that won't be happening. Okay. <laughs> Your favorite wrestler. <clears throat> hey, JTT, your movie sucks. You wondering what to do? Improvement. Go home. Thank you. Thank you. Gives... Give some illusion to his other successful projects. Mm-hmm. Very good, very good. His other successful uh, project. <laughs> yes, well, no, uh, yes, I suppose because WrestleMania 11 wasn't all that successful. Not at all. No. <clears throat> Mine is as follows. Mm-hmm. Glorified Hallmark. JTT, quite the douchebag. Want Tom Tom sitcom. Very good, very good. Close note strong. Mm, yes. And a one, and a two, and ah! We're out. We're out. Um, yes, Nathan. Now, <laughs> meow. <laughs> Nathan, now, uh, now that we've gotten through the low haiku, we just, uh, mm. what do we always say? Well, we always say... Don't take our word for it. Well, let's take a look here and see what Rotten Tomatoes has to say about this Christmas turkey. Youth. Uh, the critics, 23%. Mm-hmm. The audience, 41%. I feel like there's some nostalgia in that. Has to be. Yeah. Has to be. Well, first off here, um, I have Lisa Schwartzbaum from Entertainment Weekly. And she says, this family comedy finds unearned laughs in old women and dog flatulence. She's not wrong. <laughs> it's only really the only two parts of the movie I laughed at. <laughs> yep. um, I got I'm, this is from Liam Lacey of Globe and Mail. And I'm going to read this as the way I think he sounds just by the picture uh, uh, that they have for his avatar on Rotten Tomatoes. Okay. The Christmas turkey. <laughs> What's his picture? Well, he basically just looks like a grumpy old man. Nice. It sounded like a celebrity, but I couldn't quite uh, put my uh, finger on who that was. No, that was just the Christmas turkey. Uh, Lael Lowenstein says, uh, from Variety, says, Arrogance gives way to humility, making this an appropriate, if thoroughly cliched, Christmas morality tale that's sugar-coated with an attractive cast spouting sitcom-quality dialogue. By the way, that is a positive review. Wow. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, this one is from uh, Louis B. Parks. Uh, from the Houston Chronicle. Uh, None of the cast comes off well. 
uh, but they have little to work with since the dialogue sounds like it was made up on the spot and performed without rehearsal. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Kate Manning from the Palo Alto Weekly. Peyton's mother. uh, I guess. Uh, She's out in California, so let's uh, let's, uh, let's put on some California flair here. (laughs) Valley girl. Okay. It's the cinematic equivalent of flavored rice cakes, palatable while you're chewing, and completely forgotten ten minutes later. <laughs> Good analogy, uh, Kate. Thanks, like, and stuff, I'm sure. <laughs> uh, Michael O'Sullivan from the Washington Post says, <laughs> Too sophisticated for thumbsuckers, but far too stupid for anyone else. <laughs> Stephen Boone of City Search says, Jonathan Taylor Thomas is completely out of his element as the smooth-talking operator. Mm. Negative review. It is a negative review, yes. Shall we go into the audience? Oh, let's. Let's see what the people have to say. Mariah, you want to read one there? Uh, so this one is a five-star review from Mike W. and says, What a journey, especially around the holidays. Wow. <laughs> Five stars. <laughs> um, Sarah P, I guess, feels the sort of the same way. Okay. A cheesy Disney movie, but it's fun to watch at Christmas. Two and a half stars. Oh, the only two and a half. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ethan A says, my favorite Christmas movie of all time. Five stars. Jesus, <laughs> Ethan, calm down. <laughs> Just reading it as it's written. <laughs> Is it all caps? No, there's a bunch of exclamation marks, though. (laughs) Oh, this one from Lisa Simpson. You want to read that one? Yeah, so Lisa Simpson uh, says, uh, LOL, this movie was so funny. I loved it. I loved it. And laughed the whole time. Totally recommend for you to see. (laughs) Recommend. Five stars. Five stars. I thought okay, she was well, to be smart, Lisa Simpson. <laughs> she got hit in the head. Uh, Heather P. gave it five stars, and she writes, I was a 90s kid, but nowadays I find most 90s movies and TV shows unappealing. This movie is an exception. This epic quote from it sums up both the movie, the 90s, the aughts, and the 10s culture. <clears throat> Please indulge me. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I'm a millennial type of guy. I dig world music. I think Freon should be banned. I'm into yoga and macrobiotic food. That's actually the first time I'd ever heard the word millennial was in this movie. Uh, There's 90s pop culture oozing out of every scene. The net uh, with the Yahooligan style graphic interface. Answering machines. Aqua. Overalls. Beepers. Amber. Backwards hats, leather jackets, Dave Matthews Band tickets, a photo of Bill Clinton, pay phones on the bus, Blink-182, travel agents, cordless phones, cherry poppin' daddies, watches, and frosted tips. Best of all, Allie is all about the feminism, poetry, girl power, and slugging pervs. Aforementioned pervs assume she listens to Jewel, Sarah McLaughlin, Fiona Apple, and Natalie Merchant, which makes me love her even more. We need more intelligent and free-spirited women like them in the world. One moment. Hello? 
Sorry about that, guys. Uh, the 90s were calling to say they wanted their name not associated with this movie at all. <laughs> uh, and then, but, but you only got part of that message, right? Because your answering machine cut off? It was because it was full up, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, well, that was, well, that was a hell of a review. Um, this one is from Ryan K., who gives it two stars. He says, The dialogue tries too hard to seem intelligent, but comes across like a pretentious high school freshman trying to impress a girl who just discovered wine. Uh, this is from Dustin O., and he says, This movie is a Christmas movie, and I use to watch it lots of times. From Dustin O., and it says five stars. <laughs> okay. He used... I got, I got another one here. Okay. Uh, it's it's also kind of lengthy. Just give me... Give me some leeway here. Christine D gave it four stars and she writes great movie. Funny. (laughs) (laughs) Shit. Oh my God. That was long. Whoa. I know you cut some of that. Yeah. I'm going to have to trim that down in post. Just, uh, okay. just really long, just like me. What? (laughs) (laughs) See, Mariah comes on and complains about the big penis jokes and then she makes them herself. It's my, uh, it's my gimmick. (laughs) All right, I got one more here for you guys. This is a three and a half star review from Ryan A. And he says, I'll be home for Christmas is a great. If you never that a miracle can happen, it can. Great Christmas. Jesus Christ. <laughs> okay. Yep. Somebody uh, is learning about their new keyboard. Um, I got one from Karsh D. Okay. Gave it two stars. And I'm going to read this as as snootily as I think it was intended. A typical American Xmas film where a young lad tries to get home for Xmas Eve dinner and becomes a better person as a result and gets the girl without really saying. (laughs) Well, there you have it, folks. Those were the reviews. Now, as we uh, kind of uh, round it to the end, before Montrose comes in, Nathan, I just want to make a little announcement. Um, Some housekeeping, I guess. Uh, We're going to be away for a little bit. We will have a bonus uh, Patreon-exclusive episode coming up this weekend, so stay tuned for that. Uh, Should we just announce what it is? Uh, I mean, it's Patreon. Yeah, go for it. Uh, this weekend, we'll be talking about the Star Wars Holiday Special. <gasps> what? How do So how do I become a Patreon? Well, Mariah, Mar- I'm glad you asked me that. You can actually go to patreon.com slash podcast and you can sign up today how for much, as little as yeah. $1 a month. Oh my goodness. That could save us, like, feed a starving child. God, don't tell them where else <laughs> to spend it, Mariah. That's a horrible advertisement. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> So, you can either feed starving kids or give to our podcast. It's your call, folks. So, this is Christmas. Okay. And what have you done? This is, this is going downhill. Year over All right. If you're already a patron, if you're not, it's very easy to sign up. And again, for as little as a dollar a month, you can uh, you can do that. You know what? Just don't just 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 cut one coffee out of your day, one day a month, and that's enough. It's like a half a coffee nowadays. Yeah, yeah. Well, if you cut a whole one, that's 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 more than enough, right? Yeah. But besides that, we are taking a little break. Um, we will be back on January the 9th with a brand new episode, or January the seventh if you're on Patreon. Um, 
And I guess what we're starting in January, we should note, is a little series called Recently Regrettable. And this will focus on movies from the previous year. So all the whole month of January, we're going to be doing uh, movies from 2019. Mm-hmm. And uh, Nathan, why don't you give us a little uh, hint-ski for the first movie of 2019 on January the 9th? Well, you want just like a... Uh, a, a, a tiny tidbit to tide them over until the Yule Tide is tidied up. Exactly. Uh, okay. Um. Well, uh, I can give them like a, 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 it's a small hint, a gift, if you will, like the kind you would open on Christmas Eve. Uh, so you could kind of get a hint of what the rest of your Christmas is going to be like. Nathan, take off that bow and tell them their hint. Oh, okay. Unwrap this present. <laughs> uh, well, you know what? I, I'm getting to it. Just give me a second. Okay. La curses. There you go. All right. So now let's get Montrose in here to deliver his final message of 2019. Unless you're on Patreon, you'll hear a last one. But this is for our main feed. Go. Hello. It's your good friend Montrose Monkington the third here, and I would I would like to take this moment not only to to shill my products, but also to let everyone know uh, I wish them all the merriest of Christmas, the festivists of Yuletide, and also the happiest of Hanukkahs. Uh, and also, you know what? Even if you're not celebrating any of those holidays, or even a holiday at all, I hope you have a fantastic December. Uh, I am Montrose Monkington Third. You can find me on YouTube. Uh, Montrose Monkington TV is my channel. I am on Facebook. Facebook, Montrose Monkington III, Esquire, and Friends, and I'm also on Twitter, at Montrose III, that's the number 3RD. Thank you, Merry Christmas! <gasps> More later. No, 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 I did that on purpose, stop ruining it. Okay, Merry Christmas, more later. Mer- Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, Montrose. Mon- <laughs> Montrose? What fuck? Montrose, sorry. <laughs> So apparently having a giant penis makes you unable to pronounce proper British names. It makes her T's come out like C's. Okay, well, I would say Merry Christmas to you. Uh, However, it looks like you'll be giving the gifts to Brendan, if you catch what I'm saying. (laughs) I do. Go to hell. That's that's excellent. (laughs) He won't be able to sit down for a week. At least. Well, thanks, Montrose. That was great. You're welcome and Merry Christmas to you both. Thanks, Montrose. Happy, Qua- Happy Kwanzaa. Stop it! I'm leaving and I'm going to get some sherry and watch the Yule Log burn. All right, enjoy the Star Wars Holiday Special. I'll give you Yule Log. What? I have to watch the Star Wars Holiday Special? Every year. Blast you! So, Mariah, thanks for joining us. You're welcome. I'll see you in six months. <laughs> Wait, me? No. <laughs> no, I, I like the last episode I was on was uh, the Medea six, six months ago. So you're so. only going to see me in six months. <laughs> yeah. Anywho, um, so yeah, thanks for joining us. And uh, Nathan, now that we've come to the end of this show, come to the end of 2019 for this podcast, for the most part, unless you check us out on Patreon. Uh, do you have any uh, questions? Uh, I do, uh, but first, I do want to say Merry Christmas to everybody, 
uh, and happy holidays, whatever you're doing. I hope it's great and you have uh, an excellent holiday time. Uh, if you don't, if you're feeling kind of bad or sad, do reach out. There are people there who will be more than glad to help you. As far as my questions go, though, <clears throat> that's my kid leaving. <laughs> uh, so as for my questions about this movie, now, in a movie where you have two kind of A-list TV actors uh, who have a chemistry that sizzles, and uh, you know, with a, the movie where, uh, you know, it's, it's totally fine to just assume a tall, you know, guy running uh, who happens to be African-American is from Kenya. It's perfectly acceptable. With a movie like that, that we can now watch on Disney Plus anytime we want. And all of this, and they, they have a great scene in this movie where he is forced to ride with aging Tom Jones fans. Uh, uh, and they don't make the whole movie about that particular scene. It just makes me wonder... Mm-hmm. What were they thinking? What's new, Pussycat? Whoa, whoa, whoa. What's new, Pussycat? Whoa, 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 whoa. Pussycat, Pussycat, I've got flowers and lots of hours to spend with you. So go and part of your cute little Pussycat nose. Pussycat, pussycat, I love you, yes, I do, you and your pussycat nose. What's new, pussycat? Whoa, 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 whoa. What's new, pussycat? Whoa, 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 whoa. So I was out with this girl the other night, and she said that she hated Star Wars. Can you believe that? I could top that. My latest date told me he didn't like black and white movies. What? Do you have a movie deal breaker? Is there a film you love so much that if your significant other didn't like it, it would be Splitsville? Well, we're dating hosts Greg and Lauren and in our podcast, Movie Date Night, we introduce each other to our favorite movies and see if our relationship can survive. And if our partners appreciate the movies as much as we do. Find us wherever podcasts are available and follow us at Movie Date Night on Facebook or Twitter to talk movies with us. It's time, let's check our cue, baby. Pair it with a couple brews, baby. We love good movies. We love the bad ones, too. So we watch them all and pass their lessons on to you. Oh, yeah. Everything I learned from movies Helps to make life a little bit groovy Where the one life's plot holds a gratuitous boobies It's time to get busy With your friend Steven Izzy At eilfm.podbean.com